Dante Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. Look at that face. Look at that face. Dante Greco. Dante was me, yours truly. I'm gonna come. Welcome to the Dante Greco Show, and it's Friday? Friday. Friday the 13th. No, uh, welcome to the Dante Greco Show. So much is happening in the world of Harry and Meghan. Their, their ridiculous paparazzi car chase story is falling apart. Their friends are laughing at them, and we're going to laugh at them too, along with you. Thank you for joining us. I'm Dante. This is Evie, my co-host, my fiance, my world. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, good evening, wherever the hell you are. Live from Jalalabad, it is the Dante Greco Show. <laughs> Let's get right into it. Apparently, the royal friends of Harry and Meghan are mocking them over their car trash. Now, car trash, right? No, uh, car, chase. car chase. Car chase. Car chase. Car crash, car chase, who cares? Listen, what we, I'm sure you've followed the story you've heard about how they tried to claim after they left some like women who are important event that they got chased by the paparazzi for two hours and it was almost a catastrophic loss of life and then it slowly started to unravel as the taxi driver called bs and other people the paparazzi the back grid the paparazzi agency sent a letter saying like we don't know what the hell you're talking about and also we're not giving you the footage because this is america we don't just hand things over like where you have a, a ridiculous king in britain so we know that right right um i i just can't believe because my theory is and i'll tell you my theory and then you tell me yours my theory is i don't think they planned it like this I don't think it was like, love, we got to get into the car. We have to get to the paparazzi chase. Come on, it's 8.30. No, I think that they got in the car. They're driving. Maybe the paparazzi were a little aggressive or something or just being followed. And Megan typically overreacts and is like, oh, my God, they're trying to kill us. You know, maybe there was one close call, a little bit of a swerve. She freaks out. Of course, she's very shrewd. So she says, let's turn this into a thing. It's a story. You know, they, they do their, their currency is attention. It's like stories. a South Park 2.0, kind of like we don't want attention, yeah. but we want all the attention. Exactly. I watched the Megan Kelly uh, show that she talks about that uh, she's been in New York many times to the area that Megan and Harry were. And she said it's virtually impossible to be in a car chase for two hours because she said cars don't move in New York too fast. And she said that they have a car chase to happen in high speed, like they were saying, it's almost impossible because it's such yeah. a big city uh they the truth is they were they were surrounded by a lot of paparazzi because the media in new york tend to be much bigger overall compared right. to other places in the world uh but uh it seems like it was a little bit amplified that's kind of what 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 people are kind of trying to say is that they probably over stated a little bit uh and it's interesting because the new york police department uh they had to issue an apology to them yeah, they did. yeah it was kind of it was kind of weird they had to apologize and issue an apology to them and uh harry I, and megan were treating it like it was the uh the dark night you know when they're chasing when the joker's chasing the prisoners through uh, uh gotham city like they're acting like, oh, my God, they're coming after us. There's a burning car over there. The paparazzi are trying to stop us. There's a helicopter following us. It's so, 
But here's what I think happened. What? So as I said, I think Megan just kind of overreacted, saw an opportunity, blew it out of proportion. What I don't get is how Harry decided to go along with it because you know his whole thing is about the paparazzi and they killed my mother and like all the paparazzi and my mother and the paparazzi and my mother we got to get away from the flash bulbs and please leave us alone give us our privacy all that stuff i mean how did he they killed her well of course and by the way terrible pr move by the paparazzi to kill princess diana you ruined the i mean it was already a bad uh had a, a negative connotation paparazzi and then you go and kill the princess of the people of course it's gonna look bad so uh and yet i still went into that business kind of anyways i can't believe he went along with it knowing how and i don't think he isn't affected i i believe it when he's hurt by the death of his mother and and the paparazzi obviously so how did he end up going along with this tale of oh this was a near catastrophic car chase too i'm almost as important as diana i think i think that the 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 thing that a lot of people are the media were talking about they think that he uh, overreacted uh one of the things i was seeing uh, from megan kelly again i really like her you guys can check her channel uh is that she thinks that he's been trying to portrait uh diana uh, within Megan's image from the beginning that, oh, she's a people's person. Oh, she goes help countries in the world. She has a mission. She's a saint. So he's kind of looking, he's looking at his wife uh, with kind of the Diana goggles in a way, if I must, if that's what Megan Kelly said. I don't think she said exactly yeah. that, but kind of in, in, a, in a way, in a nutshell. Uh, By and, the way, uh, if, you, if you're just joining us, this is, we're watching uh, some of the paparazzi footage from the car chase. <laughs> No, but the thing crazy. is, people are, the, okay, the theory is, is that they think that Harry kind of freaked out because he has some kind of PTSD yeah. from from his mom's accident, which is natural. If your parent, you know, die in a helicopter accident, it's always going to be harder for you to ride helicopters. It's always going to be more terrifying. So maybe within the lenses of someone that's been through a trauma, he looked at the car chase as like, oh, my God, is this Diana 2.0? And, you know, it, it could be traumatic. It, could, it okay, probably was a traumatic experience for him to be going through that. But um, if that was not exactly how, I mean, if he amplifies a little, amplified a little bit things, I think it was maybe Megan's job to say, hey, Harry, uh, don't you think that the story was not as bad? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's fair, too. It could have been him. I don't want to be unfair to Megan. It could have been Harry being like, oh, PTSD, I'm having a yeah. flashback. Because he has a lot of trauma in his life. He was in the military. He saw people dying. He killed people. He's, you know, his mom passed away when he was very young in a pre-development uh, phase of his teenager years. He was a, 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 still a child. You know. So it's probably it's his. It, he's probably seen like at that moment maybe he had some drinks and then he's kind of start, start seeing like a a little bit of a kind of like a. a, a not like that he had a flashback because he was not there, but what he would imagine what his mom been through when they, she was followed by the paparazzi. And maybe for him, that was a trigger. And that's something that you, people should be really aware that that's kind of like a mental health case. And it's it's kind of sad. That's true. I bet when he was blowing away, you know, 25 to 30 Taliban in Afghanistan, he was probably wishing that these were paparazzi. I, I would get if there's two people in the world who wish they would. They had used their kills on paparazzi. It's Prince Harry and Alec Baldwin. No, but I, I do think maybe he has some PTSD. And I think it's kind of sad that he 
Very maybe exaggerated the story uh, for the press. And yeah. now they cannot get out of it because if you lie about your car chase, then the Pierce Morgan actually that loves Megan Mark. You know how Pierce Morgan loves yeah. Megan. He's a big fan. <laughs> he hates her. Uh, apparently, they had a dinner before she was dating May, uh, uh, Harry. And then she skipped another dinner she was going to have with him to have a dinner with, with Harry, I think, in the next week or something. Mm. Uh, and he's been, he, he felt like rejected. So he hates her for life. He hates her. Uh, so he interviewed the New York taxi man. That was driving the royal couple, yeah. and uh, the, the the taxi driver. He's so, like, so, he said that the chase did not happen in his watch. Maybe watch happened before or after, but the 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 way that this royals make it sound is like it was while they were in the cab with him. So yeah. he kind of respectfully, like he tried. Well, to he said, he said, look, it's uh, it, it wasn't like a car chase in a movie, and yeah. shrugged. It's New York. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, the Times of London reports that Harry told friends it was the closest I have ever felt to compromising what happened the night his mother, Diana, was killed. So, you know, maybe this was a cathartic experience for him. You know, he talks a lot about his use of hallucinogens to try to deal with fame and life and uh, his legacy and Diana and all that kind of stuff. Maybe going through this, he's able to say, huh, OK, you know, maybe it exercised some demons a little bit from his past. Uh, the couple's spokesperson described it as a relentless pursuit that lasted over two hours and resulted in multiple near collisions involving other drivers on the roads, pedestrians, and two NYPD officers. Uh, Who are those officers? Did they ever came up? They thought, uh, I don't know. The, 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 the couple's party, which included Megan's mother, Doria, sought refuge in two police stations as they tried to lose their pursuers before returning to a friend's home at which... They were staying. Yeah. You know, like, it's not, you I, You could lose them. I Now, listen, I have seen paparazzi chase people before. They do chase people. They chase Ben Affleck. They'll chase they people. The they yeah. will drive after them. They'll run I think you saw J-Lo, right, being chased in uh, Rodeo Drive before, around Christmas when she was around. Oh, well, that was ridiculous. That was... Um, she would go from store, well, whatever. She would go from store to store, but she would like drive down the block and then get out. She loved the attention. I'm talking about like someone's trying to get away, Bieber or someone else. They're trying to get away. And yeah, it can get reckless. So I'm not totally discounting the idea. I think the paparazzi are trying to be like, hey, we didn't do anything. We were just taking pictures. Yeah, I don't believe it. Okay. But it wasn't like, they had the city so surrounded. they were aggressive so the they paparazzi probably were, were aggressive. they probably Who are those were paparazzi? a little you think, bit aggressive you think they were only american paparazzi or you think some people from uk came in or, or europe or uh, it's possible since it's, international, it was international it was in new, new york. york you know they just take a uh, uh, hop over the pond it's so, okay the paparazzi in new york were really aggressive that's something that you probably seen uh, before I, i'm saying that you like, agree but the, the, probably, how about the car chase though there's probably blame on both sides and yeah. as far as the car chase i mean i heard that it was a guy on a bicycle who, who wanted to get the shot who was chasing after them you know the thing is a bicycle you, like you don't have to like speed away speed away so quickly you got to get away from the paparazzi so quick oh my god like to put everyone else at risk you know you went out to a publicized event you got an award you know people are going to know that you are there so like you don't have to make an escape like oh my god how did they know we were here why are you guys taking pictures of us because you showed up to receive some fake award that's why
and you left and you're all dressed up and those pictures sell. You know the game. So like, it's just, I what annoys me is like, they try to act like they're above the game when they utilize this stuff, you know, uh, the day of the coronation, Megan's out there on a hike with eight people and, and paparazzi photos are taken naturally, of course. Obviously, that's something she would want out there. Like, hey, I'm unbothered by this coronation stuff. I'm out on my hike. Oh, da, 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 da. I think like she when she, she likes, uh, I think much like Diana in a way, she, de she does know how to manipulate the paparazzi to kind of get a message ahead. So during the coronation, I think it was probably good publicity for, for, for kind of like for herself in a way to tell the royal family she doesn't care. It's not important to her. She's like, okay, while you guys are doing your ceremonies there, I'm have, living my best life hiking, uh, you know, getting fit, getting a little bit of the sun here in, in California. So, maybe, yeah, she, maybe she was living her best life. Right. But um, as far as this night, like, I think they're also, the problem is they still think it's the 90s. Who? A, Who? Harry and Meghan, they're playing, they're, they're using the 1990s playbook. A, they think that people still care this much about paparazzi. Like, really, I don't think the public cares or has as much vitriol toward the paparazzi as they used to 30 years ago because everyone is a paparazzi now. Any celebrity goes out in public, people are pulling their phones, their phones out. Okay? And the paparazzi industry has been decimated. When I started out at TMZ 10 years ago, there'd be 30 guys hanging out on Bedford waiting to see who was coming out of the medical building. Now, it's like four guys maybe and then there's some people who are assigned to like uh, they have like a beat like i'm sure there's some guys that are assigned to just track megan and harry wherever they go kardashians britney big start bieber like stuff I like heard, that i heard the pr person also contacts the media companies to let them know where they are of it's course. not like it's not the media knows where they're gonna they, they follow them to know where they are all the time and they put a tracker on them their pr person calls the media groups and tells them where to be to take the photos Listen, anna nicole smith had a baby with a guy that she hired to be take her personal photographer and sell the photos for you know? her money for her. actually yeah. remember the show hacks i think like uh, the the actress the comedian the she, hbo show yeah. hbo show she hired paparazzi take pictures of her to sell to get money so her daughter would get money or something like of that of course of yeah. course so like that's just this this it's part of the business but they're they're using this playbook where they thought oh well we can just make up this story it was dangerous our lives were in danger and the media will just have to accept it, you so know, because they're so important. And then they, but they don't, they're not counting social media and people being able to speak out quickly and be like, Hey, that's not what happened. Like we were there, we saw that or, or the, the, the agency responding like that, you know, like stop guys. It ain't the nineties. Yeah. Let me say something interesting enough before you go anywhere. Uh, the BBC actually, uh, people from BBC were saying that they think that Megan and uh, Megan and Harry, uh, you know, tried to use this as a publicity to get security from a uh, budget from the royal family that they right. still by, by kind of like instigating and creating trauma for them yeah. that they would, be, you know, give them budget for uh, for for security. Exactly. So I think that, that that was one of the things that people are saying, because one of the things that they state that they want the most in their documentary on Netflix is that they want security yeah. that they they're scared about the security they so by saying that they were chasing a nearly deadly chase with paparazzi 
they think that the Royals are going to receive that. They're like, we cannot afford that to happen in our watch because then if they die, we were neg negligent providing them with, with security that they, they've been requiring since they left, you know, UK. Yeah. So, you know, so that's right. one of the theories from the, the British press. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but I I'm just kind of I'm just kind of sharing what, what the, their perspective outside America is. Our good um, viewer here, eleven eleven, said something similar. Harry has a lawsuit going on right now in the UK. He wants IPP, which means he gets his protection paid for by whatever country him and his family is in. That means police escorts. And here, according to the Royal News Network, uh, it's got a blue check mark. And uh, according to the uh, description, my name is Brittany. I provide compelling royal analysis and news. So this is a major, major outlet that we're dealing with. Uh, the lack of personal contact per Victoria Ward, the lack of personal contact, as well as Buckingham Palace's refusal to publicly acknowledge or comment on the incident is understood to have frustrated the couple, who friends suggested may have hoped to garner more support, particularly on a personal level. Uh, well, uh, according to, the, to Brittany here, maybe that's because the royal family knows the Sussexes tend to lie and exaggerate and they're waiting for more information. Yeah, so I, I think you might be right also. They saw an opportunity to turn this into an incident, thought they could get away with it, thought they could get attention from the royal family and get their protection paid for. And they just didn't count on the fact that like, Outside of their bubble, people will call them on their BS. Again, this is not the royalty. This is not the celebrity of the pre-social media era. Everyone is just waiting to poke holes in a story if they can. I think like the worst thing about the situation is that I think that the royal family, like I said, like the, like the, the article says, they probably are, you know, going on this with with caution because they don't want to probably just put something out there and they then later the new york pd kind of comes up with a video and there's nothing going on they're not actually being chased in a nearly a, a, a crash or something like that and then they're going to make themselves look bad for being su supporting something that they don't have doesn't have a, a, a strong foundation and like I mentioned, I think they made up this. if they made up the story which i don't think i think it's a combination i think the truth is in between I think that it has to do with uh, Harry's PTSD from, you know, seeing, you know, imagining that that's what his mom been through when she died uh, and, and kind of that fear. And probably he felt that he was going to die in that moment. But I think that, you know, the fact that Megan and her mom that probably were in the car, I don't know if the mom was in the car as well. She was in the car. Both of the them taxi. were there and they saw that was not actually what was happening. And they didn't have the balls to calm him up and say, hey, Harry, Let's take a 10 second breathing in, breathing out like a yoga because uh, Megan's mom is a yoga instructor. Yeah. So she could I say mean, she could say, like, let's try to meditate right now. Let's just, just just breathe in and out. And that didn't happen. And the fact that the fact that you're just allowing him to kind of go through this, whatever episode that he's been through, if that was not what happened uh, and you're being completely supportive and let people say that they were almost died or whatever. Then you're just putting. I don't know. Maybe she wants a security. Maybe she she would like to have that budget. No, no, from they the want. Royals. No, no, they absolutely do because it's not even just about their safety. It's about importance. They need to feel like they're important. They need to feel like it's a big deal when Harry and Meghan pull into town, and they want like a presidential motorcade 
when they come into town. Let's read a little bit about what and they meanwhile, said. Meanwhile, they go everywhere here in Hollywood without security, and they always yeah. but they want outs. the thing is they they're going up, but they want the security. They want it to feel like a member. Important. Yeah. What do you want? A what? ten body ten bodyguards on a helicopter? Like what do they want? I just get annoyed with their their. What com- what is what is the security that they want that they cannot they afford? No, no. What is, can no, you, no, no they can and and they want it paid for because they don't want to have to pay for it because you know they make good money compared to most people but they're not making uh like elite uber wealthy money you know they have a netflix deal they put a book out what's next they need to keep coming those those voiceover gigs aren't going to pay for security let's read a little bit about what was said yeah their their comments always annoy me like oh we're shaking but thankful that nobody was hurt. Like, oh, thank God you guys are the good guys. You're always on our side. It's the You're South Park. No one got guys, hurt. watch the South Park episode about them. It's yeah. really kind of cringing how it fits this narrative. A spokesman for the NYPD appeared to, da- to play down the severity of the incident. The NYPD assisted the private security team protecting the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. There were numerous photographers that made their transport challenging. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex arrived at their destination and there were no reported collisions, summonses, injuries or arrests in regard. Even the mayor said, I would find it hard to believe there was a two hour high speed chase. The mayor of New York said that? Yeah. Well, not even the mayor of New York is in your side. He did say, though, that even a 10 minute pursuit would be extremely dangerous in New York City, which is like my theory that like maybe for a few minutes it got a little hairy. No pun intended. And they thought we're going to turn this into a story again you guys don't have the royal vin you don't have like the protection of people of being beloved everyone is waiting to call you on your bullshit at all times and this guy the sussex's sympathetic biographer omid scobie uh, if you follow royal news you've seen him everywhere he's like a young guy he's always showing up to to give their their line they were involved in a terrifying paparazzi car chase involving six blacked out vehicles in a chase that could have been fatal. By the way, you know, paparazzi drive around in like some of the shittiest cars you've ever seen. Okay. They're not driving around in six blacked out vehicle fleets. Like they got some big budget for this, especially in 2023, the money, there's such less money in paparazzi-ing now than there would have been like even so they don't 15 have, years they, ago. They don't, they don't have fancy black cars. Yeah. Then. This isn't, um, Blackwater or like one of those mercenary groups that goes and it's kills not a people in Iraq. It's not a limo. Yeah. <laughs> this is like guys in a horror. Listen, here's what the, uh, the, the ta- guy's probably like on a, on the scooter. <laughs> here's what the taxi driver said. He said that they were followed only by a black Honda Accord and an older gray Honda CRV when he was driving them. Do they steal my car? Okay. <laughs> Believe me, like some of these guys live in the cars. All right. It's not a blacked out fleet of six cars. Um, he did say though that Ari and Megan left a large tip, the taxi driver, $50 for a $17 fare. So that's nice. I mean, you could have given him more. A witness at the scene told the outlet that she saw the paparazzi becoming pretty aggressive with Harry and Megan, that, that they were heckling the pair and making these negative comments, trying to get a reaction out of them. Well, that's standard. What were the comments? What were the comments? They were like, you're not Diana. You're still alive. As no. they were leaving, just the way they chased the car just reminds you of all the other scenes you've seen in the past with Prince Harry's mother. It was just really upsetting. It was triggering for me. I can't even imagine how it must have felt. 
for them. Okay, yeah. I so think like, it was a trigger. Listen, when yeah. you, when you're pulling out, when they're pulling out, yeah, I I've seen this too. Like, there's a bunch of camera guys. You're all surrounding the car, trying to get a shot, trying to yell a question or whatever, and it can be tough to get out. I mean, that's why sometimes people get their feet run over. But the the pursuit, if they had just stopped it at that, a it wouldn't have been as big a story. But it also wouldn't have nearly made them catastrophic. Look, it's kind of well yeah. added. It wouldn't have made um, them look so ridiculous with this with this fan fiction story of uh, a chase. Do you through. have the interview with Pierce Morgan, the, the taxi driver, there to put it um, out for the viewers? I do not have that one. I do not have that one. But it's I do so have good. plenty it's of so good. tweets. And apparently, as I said, their friends are mocking them now. What friends? Who, who um, are their friends, and why they have bad friends? Well, it's not Omid Scobie. He would never mock them. He just takes his orders directly. Tyler from Perry, them. probably. Tyler Perry's like, man, are you fucking serious? All right, the friends. Uh, I, I'm sure these are anonymous friends. They are quipping. Recollections may vary. The friend added, "I thought they were leaving the royal family for a quieter life. If flashbulbs give Harry flashbacks, I don't understand why he is going to award ceremonies." William and Catherine have put up with shit like this in the past. Everyone understands his anger at the photographers, but making hysterical statements doesn't help matters, especially when, as the Queen might have said, recollection, recollections may vary. Um, yeah. Everyone knows this is ridiculous. I still think, I know you're saying it's him, but I think it was her. I think she's like, we're important, and they're chasing us and putting our lives in danger. Harry, we have to make a big deal of this. Like, even if he got upset, I think she was the one who said, no, no, no. Have our agents put something out immediately. They must know what these paparazzi did to us. I think that he, he probably said, I think you, Harry said, honey, my mother died this way. I think we should probably ask for more security for my daddy. Yeah. He's the king now. He has the power. And meanwhile, she was leaving an event called Women of Vision. You know, there are so many events that are just, who's paying for them and why? What is the point of these galas where Sometimes people are getting awards? Like, those awards, a lot of the times, is just a way that rich not rich, yeah, rich people try award themselves to make themselves feel important. So, for example, like, oh, the the whatever support of the women it is, and this person that you never heard of it wins that has a lot of money, or someone that needs to be, uh, maybe it's, it's something they can buy. You know, like Harvey Weinstein, uh, his biography said, a lot of those like uh, awards from Hollywood. It's just to kind of give some kind of uh, uh, validation for the the motion picture. It's not necessarily even real. Now listen. And that was Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> on a human level, I understand. Like it can, I'm sure it's stressful being those two because you've you left the royal family. You're on your own. You're trying to make it, and you're trying to stay relevant, but you can't like do it in the ways that normal people would do it. It's always got to come with some air of uh, dignity Victim. and like. And like but they importance. put themselves. They always put themselves in a victim. A sh a, and and a that's shoes. that's the problem. And that's the part that's kind of hard. It's really hard to sympathize because I remember like it was yesterday when we watched the Netflix uh, 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 Megan and Harry uh, documentary mm -hmm. when she was like saying, "Oh my God, when I told my friends I was gonna marry a prince, they thought I was gonna live in a castle, and barely they know 
I was just sleeping in a small cottage. The hair we couldn't even stand in our closet. Yeah. And it was very low, low ceilings. A cottage outside the castle. Like the dogs. Like, can I say something? It's really hard to relate to you if you're complaining about living in a fancy cottage that many generations of royals lived. And like you're inside the Bunkington yeah. Palace, but, uh, where is it? Uh, land. And you're complaining. You're living there rent free. You're getting food free. You're going to those events and you're complaining because you think they, she said, she felt that they put her, them in a doghouse. So when you say things like that, and then you're always asking for more and more and more money, more money, more money, it's really hard for people to relate to you. It makes you unlikable. Can yeah. you, if you were they, more humble they, and if you were kinder, like actually Princess Diana was a humble person. She was someone kind. She Megan well, has nothing. Megan is, is not even like close to the pinky of Princess Diana because Princess Diana will go to those horrible countries where kids like were literally mutilated, and they were she was like literally like Jesus Christ kissing their wombs, giving their money, thinking about the schools that they're gonna build in those countries that have been through like civil war. Yeah. she was a saint compared to Megan. Megan is not humble at all. Here's their problem. They pick the wrong things to be victimized, to pretend to be victims about. Like, okay, you want to complain about the, the racism of the British media? I, I I will go with you on that because That's horrible. they pulled out some headlines. They had the receipts, so to speak, in that documentary. That and was pretty bad. It was, it was bad stuff. But That's everything disgusting. else, the, you know, like you said about- Not the, relatable, right? Like the, the complaining about yeah. the cottage? No, but here's the thing. Yeah, the I would cottage, love to live in a cottage in Bunkerton, Paris. Of course, the cottage looks like a, a nice house in Beverly Hills, all right? But- like you said about Diana, they're trying to be Diana. But they're but, not no, Well, no, no, but let me explain. They're trying to do the whole Diana, oh, I don't enjoy this life. I just can't take it anymore. I don't want to do it. She really didn't want to do it. Diana kind of got, you know, uh, of course, look, she came from a privileged background. Let's get that all she, on the table. She was a duchess already yeah. before. But she kind of got forced into this weird marriage with Charles and had to go with it. And like they were just really cruel to Uncompatible. her. Uncompatible. Like she really didn't want to be there. She suffered a lot. He, she, they're trying to like imitate the we don't want to be here thing. But we still also want to be really famous and, and have money. Yeah. And have like all the good stuff that comes along with being a royal and an but important person. Payoff. We want that. But like, we don't want to just have to, you know, do royal duties and, and you know, but like, like before, before, you, before you're moving forward, let me just say something. One of the things I respect about Kim Kardashian is that she had a, she, she gave an interview to Huda in a Good Morning America show yeah. recently because the Skims is in New York right now. So just sorry to do a little parallel with the Kardashians, but. One of the things that can that Huda 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 how you say her Huda name? Kotb. Uh, Huda Kotb. Uh, asked her, "Just like, are you done being in front of the, you know, uh, exposing your life? You've been through a lot. Like, how do you feel? You're gonna ever step out, or how, how do you feel about reality show?" She said, "The reality television gave so much to her, uh, a, a possibility to build an empire with her sisters, and they follow their passions and grow their businesses and their influence, and because of that." She knows that the payoff of that is sharing her, her life. So mm. Kim Kardashian said the payoff of having all this huge empire is to have to share her life and have to be open about it. Yeah. Sometimes if things are worse, sometimes are, are sometimes things are good, but sometimes things are pretty bad. Like she's been through a terrible divorce. And the fact that she was, she was uh, 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 acknowledging, she's like, this is a trade that we made. 
we make with the people. We, we, we open our lives in exchange. We kind of get to be inside their lives through their social media and, and, and giving our honest opinion and putting our products out there and, and promoting. Yeah. So the fact that she understands that it's a trade-off, but Megan and Harry are not willing to do the trade-off of with the media or with their even their roles in the royal family. They just want to receive without work. For me, it sounds like a little bit like a Dr. Phil case. I think they should talk to Dr. Phil about the because it's it, it is a trade that you make. You can't just pick one and, and not pick the other. Right. You can't be cannot be completely isolated. How would you get an event, uh, Megan and, and Harry? That, uh, that you have to attend to win a prize or something. How are you going to get there if you're not willing? I, I don't know. You don't want to be in public. Why don't you, you receive- need to understand Why that if you-, you want people to, you can't just show up and then leave when you want and not have everybody interested in you. Yeah, like That's on, on Dr. Phil. No, but I'm I'm kind of saying like, for example, why don't you receive the, why don't you receive the prize remotely? If you don't want to be in New York, if you don't want to take like, Texas, receive remotely, they're going to mail you the prize. But no, or or be want- like this. Hey, this is a fake prize. The Women in Vision Award? What is that? No, thanks. If you really don't care. But look, I get it. It's fun. You want to dress up. You want to go out for the night. You just got to take you, the bad with the good. But you, have to, but you have to take the transportation. You, Here you know? are some pictures, by the way, of the paps. There were two paps standing outside the taxi. Yeah. And... Um, you know, they got into it and, and that's it. That's what they do. They stand there and take the picture. I mean, how many pap videos have you seen where the guys are just standing outside taking the picture? And that's kind of what goes on. People are calling them now on Twitter, uh, Harry and Megan Smollett, like Jussie Smollett. And oh, look at that South Park episode on top. So funny. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I wouldn't say this rises to the level of what Jussie Smollett did. Uh, trying to ignite uh, a whole, uh, uh, they didn't try to ignite like a fake racial controversy in this country, but you know, it is still a major lie and just very weird. And like, they're not going to come clean and say, all right, guys, I wish they would come clean and just be like, listen, you know, we, we don't like the bad stuff. Yeah. We, we, we exaggerated this, you know, like I heard there was a rumor that Harry, Harry was going to host SNL. Like he should do that your your value is in being the people that left the royal family to do other things to have careers that you wouldn't have normally had so stop trying to still live like royals but just in montecito embrace this idea like megan should go back to acting she should go to the back to suits she should try to be in film Harry should host SNL. I don't think she wants to. He should to. do a podcast where he talks about using drugs. Um, like, you know, go on show, go on Joe Rogan, go on Howard Stern, go on, um, you know, like have be, be like more fun because it doesn't work. If you're it's always boring. a victim. If you're if always you're, a victim. If you're always a victim and then you're always like, oh, but we really just care about our charities. Like do the charity also. But, but like embrace being pop culture people that's how you'll win people over be self-deprecating have a sense of humor about this stuff and be like ah oh, paparazzi god damn you you know like just like chill out a little bit stop taking yourself so seriously and expecting us to take you so seriously and people will like it believe me this could be a redemption arc all right you just got to humble yourselves being be a media movie hey cool. harry and megan get with tyler perry and be like listen we got a great idea for your next media movie Okay, 
Medea and the and the and the royal family. Why did Megan and uh, and Harry leave their SUVs with darkened windows to drive around in a taxi with clear windows? Another great question. Why'd they do that? Was it to be seen? <sighs> you know, it's so ridiculous. All right. So Harry and Megan, we know what's going on with them. Let's continue talking about. Uh, it could be also like, for example, we see a lot of like red carpet events. They get uh, SUVs that they're supposed to pick you up from destination A to B, but they're not no. taking to destination C. <clears throat> Maybe the, the SUV was just taking them to the event. Uh, and then if they want to grab a drink in town or, you know, have fun, they probably have to take something in their own. You know, I did see someone on Twitter was theorizing like, oh, they're really mad because they, yeah, like they couldn't get their SUV and they had to jump into a taxi and they weren't supposed to be seen in a taxi. So that's what really uh, they got pissed off about that. Uh, one counterpoint. Okay, this is coming from The Breakfast Club, very popular morning show, Charlemagne the God and um, the others. Uh, they are talking about the paparazzi because they are broadcasting out of New York near where this happened. Let's listen in to them. Happened very close to here when we were leaving the building yesterday. There was nothing but cameras all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out what happened. Um, and I guess, you know, she was leaving the ballroom. But they said that uh, the paparazzi allegedly hit like six, seven cars over there. And they said it was a, it was a big thing. That's what we were told yesterday. Uh, they said they hit the cars? Yeah, yeah. We, we were told that yesterday. We were told that the, the paparazzi... Well, hold on, though. But they, they had no reports of any kind of uh, summonses, injuries, you know, reports, tickets. That's what the NYPD said. So I don't know if we can believe them, but let's keep going. Going around the block, because I guess she was in a, a building over here. She, she was in an event over here the or something. Zig, what is it? The Siegfried Ballroom over there? Yeah. Something. Yeah. And they were, yep. like, they were like paparazzi was hitting cars. Yeah. You know, trying to trying to get a picture. Of her. Trying to get the picture, which is weird because in New York City, you really don't see wild paparazzi crazy like that chasing people because you see so many people you don't really have right. that you know here but y'all losing y'all interesting i mean look th that's that's true and that that tracks with like what megan kelly who's in new york says and what the mayor says about how hard it's ha how hard it is to have a chase like that in new york i yeah. when i speak of my experience i'm talking about in la because everything is driving in la so i've definitely seen people I wouldn't uh, put it past them though to have a paparazzi but chasing that, on a bicycle. That's actually in that New York. actually is not true what they're saying because the interview with Pierce Morgan from the taxi driver from Megan and, and Harry, he said that a paparazzi were aggressive and there was a lot of people. So maybe you should find that video instead of this. A yeah. damn mind over Meghan Markle. Yeah. Come on, stop. Well, they allegedly said uh, it was yeah, no was actual collision, so I don't know if they meant hit, like you know, resulting in an injury or accident or what. Oh, oh these, but... were, these were park cars. Park cars. Yeah, these were oh, park, park cars. cars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Security told us that yesterday. Security mm -hmm. literally told us yesterday. Meghan Markle was at the ballroom or whatever the last night. Ballroom, yeah. The paparazzi kept going around in circles just to get a picture of her, and they was hitting park cars. Yeah, I, I, I heard that before it. I even heard from the mayor. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, the mayor said it was cap, but. Okay, let's real quick. We'll watch the uh, little bit of the Piers Morgan interview. That was pretty good, actually, because it, it, there's a different information from what the podcast was saying. Well, the respect. All right, let's see. New catastrophic chase. But did you know comes together. that this is a real B and H customer story? Steph Mandis came to B&H to take her photography to the Morning, next YouTube red. Well, welcome back to Fierce Morgan Uncensored. We now have a little exclusive because we are joined by the man who was the taxi driver in this 
well, part of this wild car chase with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Uh, Sonny Singh was driving his yellow cab last night and picked them up and went off for 10 minutes and then brought them back, it seems. Joins me now live from New York. Mr. Singh, thank you very much indeed for joining me. I know, Val. How are you doing? Could you tell me exactly what happened last night? Uh, so I was crossing on 67th Street, going east, going west on 67. And by the precinct, there was security standing there. They hailed me. And they say, you need it. Are you empty? I said, yes. And uh, like they told me to pull aside. As I pulled to the side, Prince Harry and his wife and uh, another lady jumped into my cab. And they seemed very nervous. And uh, as we went a block, we were blocked by a trash truck. And then all of a sudden, paparazzi just came out of nowhere and just flashes just went off. How many paparazzi would you say there were when, when you uh, had them in your I cab? Say, uh, six. Six that I seen. And there were about two cars following us uh, as we as the trash cup a trash truck moved and there were two cars following us. And where did they want to go? Well, they were just about to say the location where they were gonna go, but then the paparazzi came and the security guard said, Hey listen, just circle back to the precinct. So they had a security guard in the cab as well? In the cab, yes. Okay, and you see him in one of the pictures he's sitting next to me. Circle back to the precinct. Like guys just Go to your hotel. Who cares if they figure out what hotel you're staying in? You're probably flying out the next day anyway. Maybe they're not going to go into the hotel. Maybe that's why they, they was a two-hour car chase. Maybe the, they were went to, to a, a, a ride around they to went lose to the, the paparazzi. And they went, and to the, then... they went to hide at the precincts. Like, God, this isn't... Um, God, what is what was that movie? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, or going? like a Walking Dead or something like that, where like you have to hide out. You know, like, just go to your hotel. That's enough security, okay? The paparazzi are not going to be able to get in there. They're not going to go in there to take your picture. Were you surprised that they were in your cab? Uh, you know, not so much. You know, we get celebrities in the city all the time, you know, so not so much. We know that the paparazzi... In New York city, you don't know who you get... Right. You don't know who you're going to pick up in New York, right? So... Right, and that's true. But, I mean, in your experience, was the paparazzi attention any more or less than it would be for other major celebrities? No, for them, it was more. It was a lot more. Because I had other celebrities in my cab as well. But this one, they were because they surrounded the car and just went crazy with the cameras. And how would you describe... every turn, every... Yeah, go ahead. How would you describe how Harry and Meghan were about this? They were nervous. They were nervous. You could see the look on their face. Did, they, did they talk to you at all directly? Uh, no, not as much. I mean, they, uh, when they were exiting, they say, what's your name? And I said, Sunny, and uh, that's like, have a good night. And then they exited, and then they went back into the SUV again. It's being categorized that there was a two-hour you know, wild car chase through the streets of New York. But was well, the, t was the that time... Must, that, must have been a ha that must have happened before me. So there was no, I think there was no like, car chase when you were there. Mm -hmm. uh, no. didn't they, that, did, just, didn't they leave bad. and get right into the taxi from the event? Yep. That, like, would that happen inside the building? They were chasing them around. That's why foot? it's not adding up. That's why it's not adding up. That's weird. That's not weird. They got into my cab. We just went around the block, and the car, two cars were tailing us behind us with a camera, and that was it. And then, and then you went back to where you'd actually picked them up. Yes, we went back to the precinct, and then they exited, and they, they thanked me, and I thanked them as well. And what are you all doing out here? How did you know we would be here at this public event? What are you doing? Oh, my God, we can't stand it. Please leave us alone. And then they exited my car. 
Did they remember to pay you, Sonny? Yeah, they paid. They paid. They paid well. They paid well. So, what's your what's your view about this? You've become the most famous cab driver in New York tonight. What's your what's your view about this incident? I don't know. I don't know about that. There's another one that's on TikTok. He has a bunch of celebrities in his cab, <laughs> and he usually got pictures with them. Do you think it's uh, it's been overblown this incident or not? You know, I don't know what they went through last night, right? Because mm. I only had an interaction with them for 15 minutes, and they seemed very nervous while they were in my cab. Okay, well, Sonny, listen, I appreciate you joining me. The man at the center of... I mean, yeah, it, listen, it's, it's normal to um, be nervous. Coming out into this scrum... And then going that guy know, statue. No matter who you are, is going to be a little nerve-wracking. Everyone's shouting at you and taking pictures and stuff like that. Like, okay, they're going to be a little nervous. Again, though, it's just the two-hour car chase, high-speed chase. Why oh did not God. put them on the SUV? I don't understand. That makes yeah. no sense to me. Not on the Autobahn, you know what I mean? Just go back to the hotel. Stop making a big deal out of it, okay? They probably It's like a, a principle of the thing. We don't want to be chased, so we won't go back to our hotel. You should stop. ABC is announcing a new program. It's called The Golden Bachelor. That's right. It's a bachelor for senior citizens. It's going to be coming this fall. Uh, this is like what, maybe only their second venture into a, uh, different a different type because they did have the Black Bachelorette. I don't think they've ever done a gay they, bachelor. I think I don't know. Did I have a gay do something? I don't think uh, like an official I bachelor. Think that was a, there I are, think it was a island or uh, a spinoff. There was a spinoff. No, there are like shows that did something like that. But like uh, as an official bachelor show, they didn't do that. They've now they've gone uh, to the elderly bachelor. Let's just read a little bit about it. It'll feature a man and a group of women on the other side of 60 looking for love. Oh, it's part of ABC's strike-proof, all-unscripted schedule in the fall. No wonder they greenlit this because of the writer's strike. So it's almost like the time when they're like, okay, all the crazy ideas that you guys have pitched that we've turned down. Let's brainstorm it now. Yeah, Let us know right now, right Who's here. got them? The, the old bachelor? Okay. The Jewish bachelor? Okay. There's already that The Indian that bachelor? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. The matchmaker. And actually, there is like an older uh, dating show. It was like a Japanese show that was about people like in their late 50s and mm. 60s. Oh, like the Love Village on Netflix? Love Village on Netflix. I, so it's from Japanese that, uh, elders. Um, I mean, I couldn't watch too much because it's like all of them kind of just go home without the person. They're like, <laughs> I really like you, but I don't want to change my old ways because of you. So I'd rather just go home alone. I had a great time, by the way. Goodbye. I know. Like, what are the dates going to be on this? Like, oh, it's kind of going to be like, it's going to be like, I don't want to move across the country to be with you. Of... I have a, I have grandchildren. I got to drink my mucilix. Let's go on a date. Yeah. Um, Again, though, it, it, getting back to what you I said. I love how they use the picture of the are, younger people to kind of promote the older people. Why don't they put a bunch of old people there? I know. At least put that through one of those apps that ages Ages people. them, yeah. I think, though, it does tie in as well to the, like, all, Netflix now. As we said, there's the Jewish matchmaking. There's Indian matchmaking. There's Love is Blind Japan. Love is Brazil, Blind Brazil. There's the uh, old people in a Japanese village show. There's all these other shows, the Ultimatum France, Ultimatum, the all German, Brazil, Hot to Handle. 
all these things are happening now. And The Bachelor, meanwhile, has tried to just be like, let's man, pick up the catch up, man, woman, dating. And we go from bachelor to bachelorette. They're realizing, oh, we got to expand this. But like, because expanding it, is amazing. Exp- it is amazing. But like, they're expanding it now to older people, which is interesting because. I don't know that younger people are going to watch this and are older people the strongest advertising demographic? I mean, that's kind of like the criticism that a lot of people have about Fox News today is they're like, well, who cares? Because, you know, their demographic is like 80 years old. So it doesn't matter what Fox does anymore. I don't know. I mean, there's always I think like a lot of people that still watch cable or TV are the el- older people, most of millennials actually. And Gen, what is the newer generation? Gen, Gen Z. The Gen Z generations are YouTube or uh, applications like it, you buy the, the app for your TV like Netflix, HBO. So people most mostly they're going to watch things through their subscription services versus actually having cable. Yeah. I've so heard- this is a cable. If this is a cable show, I think it's they're trying to appeal show. to their 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 That's demographics. True. I forgot which to mention smarter with the beer companies. <laughs> right. I forgot to mention that um, this is uh, Tucker Carlson is going to be hosting the Golden Batch. No That's way. He's going to be the bachelor. <laughs> no, he's going to be back speaking to his audience. Oh, my God. That's where he's broadcasting from now. Just kidding. Tucker's a good guy. Uh, oh, look at Arnold looking yeah, juicy after there. more than 20 years. Yeah, Arnold should... If it was Arnold, is he single? No. He's technically single, right? No, he's with the woman that... He's still with the, Maria? No, she's with this other woman. The like. Uh, I'm looking for love. I would, I, I would love that. But no, he's with uh, he's with the same girlfriend that owns an orthopedic uh, rehab center for celebrities. Would you spend the last decade of my life with me? Um, the median age for an ABC viewer is a little over 61 years See, old. See, it's so appealing right. for the demographic. I was right. Maybe you're right. They're like, hey, let's, let's cater to our people here. Yeah, why Enough. not? Why not? Uh, I will tune in. I definitely will tune in for at least one season. Okay, they've got two viewers right here. So good job. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, this is just kind of funny real quick. Uh, I love his hair. It looks so cute. A uh, well, this is a a, a crew, okay, a criminal crew. Really, it's just funny. They're they're uh, Crips, eight trait Crips, and nine ways. And so the funny thing was just that um, they uh, were trying to. They were using Pig Latin as like a secret communication. They didn't think the cops could figure it out. You know, Pig Latin is where you just speak like backwards, like "ont day uche." At they ungay, like don't shoot that gun. You, have you ever heard that? You may not have because you're Italian Brazilian, but in America, there's a pig Latin is just basically speaking backwards. Like my name would be like Ante Day. No. It would be no, it would be Ant Ant Day. Ant Day. I'll try to read this article in pig Latin. Aubrey. Okay, yeah, I like now imagine, please not imagine do this. trying to communicate criminal connect look we have only have two people watching it we've had two people the entire time i mean listen it's, it's it is what please it is. stop so what happened they were picked they're talking backwards this just came out that they're 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 trying to use pig latin to communicate like imagine trying to give like orders to kill somebody in pig latin like, and the police find out Uche, at they how do they found out fucker fucker how did the police find out 
answer I, I the question. I don't know. I mean, they're just they're doing an investigation. It's part of the investigation. Okay, it looks like somebody died. Oh quick. my god. R.I.P. to the goat. Oh, Jim Brown. Jim Brown, the football player, has died. Wow. Wow. Interesting. This is breaking news. Jim Brown, NFL legend, has died. Let's try to get some more information on what exactly happened. I mean, he was older. He's passed away at the age of 87. Hmm. Jim Brown, nice guy, by the way. I interviewed him on two occasions, once on Bedford and uh, once at the memorial for the director, John. Uh, who, who's the director who died a couple of years ago? Director like Boys in the Hood and stuff like that. Jim Brown, a legendary football player, dead at 87. Civil That's rights advocate and actor. Very sad to hear. Oh, I mean, I don't think he's that old. He looks so young. Yeah. All-time great running back as well as an actor and social activist. Nice. Very sad. Very sad. Sorry to hear that. Okay. A Bosnian war criminal was arrested in a dawn raid after living an anonymous life in the Boston suburbs for nearly 25 years. Feds claim he worked as security official at a notorious prison camp where Serbian detainees were starved and tortured. You know, and you wonder why people are meeting their neighbors less and less these days. You never know what kind of sick weirdo is living there. I don't want to spend too much time on this. It just reminded me of... Um, Dr. Phil? Is this him? Is that Dr. Phil? I'm going to torture you and your family. <laughs> what? That's wow, the worst haircut I've ever seen. I think it's the worst hairline I've ever seen. Hairline, yeah. It looks like I am. It looks like he has a tongue on his head with moss growing out of it. <laughs> Jesus. Looks like he has a spade on his head. Wow. That's the worst widow's peak I've ever seen. I have a bit of a widow's peak myself. It's where like, you know, it triangulates at the front of your head. Uh that's terrible. But anyway, this guy's probably a vicious murderer. And uh, there's that guy, Hazim Delich. What did he do? Torture people? Torture, kill. Anyways, it was just funny because it reminded me of the story of Whitey Bulger, the Boston mob boss who uh, was immortalized in The Departed. And uh, he was on the run for like 30 years. And then they caught him, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, living in Santa Monica, California. Oh, it's our neighbor. Years. Actually, I knew my, my parents knew somebody that was um, like lived in his building and That's would see creepy. him a lot. And apparently he was very angry. I was just thinking like, God, Santa Monica. You know, I used to go to the promenade all the time as a kid. Maybe I saw him at a farmer's market or something like that. <laughs> Point is. You know, try not to argue with their neighbors because they could be Serbian warlords or uh, mob bosses on the run. You just never know. Who you never know. Like in this. Los Angeles, there's so many police action happening all the time. You're like, <clears throat> you're trying to like having a good time and you see a helicopter chase and then you turn on the TV and you're like, oh, my God, it's not that far from home. Yeah. I think I remember when I was living in Venice and there was like a I could hear helicopters everywhere, like four or helicopters or three helicopters and going around back and forth and lights in the ground i turned on the tv and it was like a, a, a chase a police chase or something and it was it was being aired on tv as i could hear around me it was pretty pretty weird pretty grim this is just like one of those haircuts is like 
I don't know. They should have that on the wall. I don't think it's a cut. I think it's just his hairline is really bad. Is that super cuts? No. All right. Well, you get your hair in super cuts. I know. It's never looked like that. Jesus It's not Christ. the cut. It's the genetics. Bad genes. Yikes. Uh, I thought this was funny. I'm not a big Tim Pool guy, but I saw this. I did think this is kind of funny because, you know, if we're keeping it real, he, he says, uh, start complimenting liberal women by telling them they look like either Dylan Mulvaney or Lizzo. Ooh. It's kind of funny because, Ooh. yeah, like, is that, you know, we're celebrating them and their beauty and all that. And Lizzo's cool. I've interviewed her a couple of times. Uh, I never encountered Dylan Mulvaney, but, you know, I don't have anything against the woman. But um, it is funny if you said like, hey, babe, you look like Dylan Mulvaney today. If she was being honest, would she like that? If she wasn't trying to make a political statement? I don't know. It reminded me of when Caitlyn Jenner first appeared and everyone was like, oh, my God, she looks like Jessica Lange. And even David Spade, I saw it, it was like made a joke, like, yeah, she wants to hear that. Like, you look like Caitlyn Jenner, Jessica. No, she looked like uh, what is her name? Dickens. What is her name? The actress that even she knows that she looks like her a little bit. Dickens. I don't know. There's like an, an actress that she said that she has. She kind of looks like her. She knows, and she's like, she had a lot of plastic surgery in the past or something. Oh, I forget. I don't know. I don't know. But like. I, I think like if somebody calls you Liza, you probably should watch your calories and someone call you Dylan, they, you probably should eat more. Maybe that's a little bit of the two extremes. There you go. They're just trying to help you. They try. Like, I mean, I don't know, because like because like, I mean, I, I don't think it's a, a necessarily a compliment uh, They're not, I mean, if you, they call me like, oh, you kind of look like Kim Kardashian or J-Lo. It's a little bit more of a compliment than look like people they are, you know, every, there's different kinds of beauty and different kinds of people. But I'm just saying that it's not a compliment. It's a little bit of like a, a backhanded. It's yeah. a backhanded compliment. All right. Here's another uh, problem that people are having. Um, self checkout machines are now asking customers to tip. Oh, uh, no. Oh, they my God. brought oh. the they've brought the the bullshit convenience fee that you get on all these online purchases they brought that into real life now where uh this is starting in detroit which like they're they're testing this in a city where people it's, everything is broken there where anyway. people are poor and they're not like doing well anyway and like self checkout tip yeah. who tip who who are you oh, no, 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 excuse me this is, i saw one in detroit but this is also san diego oh down the street uh, you may have heard of tip fatigue or tipflation, but now we're starting to see tip creep when people are asked to leave gratuities at self-checkout machines, some calling it emotional blackmail. So literally you're doing the whole work by yourself, putting your groceries in a bag, which is a skill, by the way. It's kind of hard to do. I'm not good at doing it. I'm not good at putting up the number. I don't know what to click. I'm not that great doing that kind of work. So I do that. I struggle doing it. And I, besides working for free without benefits, you want me to give you my money, extra money? Like, who's getting the money? The machine? Yeah. I'm paying the machine the, that's for the helping everyone, me. That's the question everyone has. Where's the money going? They're not being clear about it. Like, is this money going to the employees? A charity or to save cancer for children's hospitals? I don't even I don't like those. because going to do anything. I, I don't trust a lot of those either. Um, you know, when it's just like, when you're checking out and it says, hey, would you like to donate to stop children's cancer? Like, how? What are you doing with this money? Are you, who are you giving it to? If it's a recognizable name, I'm more likely to, to donate a little bit. Yeah. But if it's just like, 
would you like to stop unhappiness in your local neighborhood? Like uh, stupid no. questions. You know the part that kind of like the, the tipping, the tip fatigue is like when you go to a coffee shop, you're already paying for a huge amount of uh, uh, money for your coffee. So let's say you get. Uh, a latte is five fifty. But let's say that you don't want to have milk anymore because you try to change your diet, try to be healthy, you try to experiment with some kind of different milk. Let's say you want an oat milk. Some places they charge you fifty from fifty cents all the way to a dollar or a dollar fifty for a different kind of milk. So then, like it's I, everything is like around seven fifty. Then they flip around the thing instead of like giving the option to give you like I don't know fifty cents or for or seventy or I don't know fifty cents for for the whole thing just to kind of round up and kind of pay for it because it, what are they doing just making a coffee they're not making the complex thing from starbucks with pumps of this and that they're just making you a latte i can make lattes at home all right. the time and then there's no option for tipping 50 cents you have to actually exit the screen type 50 cents to kind of do 50 cents or if you want to tip a dollar if you if you really like your barista yeah, like yeah, my barista yeah. tip a dollar but like the options it starts at like 175 to 250 and i'm like what do you want me to pay 12 dollars for a coffee like are you crazy yeah so I don't know. It's just it's the uh, the shocking. It's greedy. It's greedy. Well, it's it, greedy. Okay. It's the shocking audacity of them to just think, hey, you know what? Let's just add a tipping function. Tipping function on the self checkout machines too. Some people will feel bad enough to tip. Some oh people my. give some money. Hey, we'll get some extra money. What are we gonna do? Imagine if you go to Whole Foods, you, you already pay so much money for your organic food. No. The inflation making everything expensive. By the way, yogurt <laughs> used to cost like two fifty for a yogurt. Now it's all like almost four dollar four dollars per yogurt or anything that you buy at the store these days is so expensive, especially for you trying to eat healthy. Healthier choices. Well, you know, it's because Jeff Bezos is uh, spending three point four billion dollars to send us to the moon. No, by the way. Um, why are you sitting so high? Sit down normal. I'm gonna get a big different chair. Let's pause no, no, the show. No, 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 we look fine. I just needed to stretch my back a little bit. I'm not, my short, I'm not that short. My chair is lower uh, to the ground, and he's so. wearing a giant chair. He's okay. not seven feet okay. tall. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, Bezos has announced that uh, we're going to the moon this time to stay, and he followed it up with. <laughs> Can you put his laugh? Let's laugh together with him like we did for Tom Cruise. Um, I'll see if I can find it, but let me let me read this first. What kind of ad is this? I know these freaking ads are just all over the place. Stop it. Do you want to uh, do you want me to tip you now for reading the article? Okay. Oh my god, imagine if you're okay. like watching an article and they say tip for I, the no, article. No, no, no. Okay. Um, we're going to the moon this time to stay. Jeff Bezos announces 3.4 billion dollar NASA contract wow. to land astronauts on the lunar surface with his blue origin craft as he hints at plans to build the first ever base on the moon. Meanwhile, he's letting people go from corporate office on all his jobs like crazy, replacing them with third-party contracts where you have well, no benefits. Whatever. I don't want to get into a whole economic thing because I, I, like, um, I like this idea because I've been sitting here thinking, like, why aren't we on the moon, okay? We should be on the moon <laughs> and... Like China's gonna go to the moon. Yeah, Other people are gonna go to the moon. No one can see what we're doing right oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. Um I like I like going to on. the moon too. So you're saying that you're I'm in pro people going to the moon, but I'm thinking like for a guy that's firing a lot of people from all squeezing <sighs> I don't money care from about the other the firing. companies. Listen, at this point, at this point, like everyone's firing everybody. Okay, it's not just just Jeff Bezos. Okay, everyone's firing. 
inspiring everybody. It's the economy. Things are changing. We're going through a transformative period in our history, economically, and in every way with artificial intelligence. Okay, it's not. Everyone's getting fired. Like the moon. If you really think about it, Jeff Bezos' face at head look like the moon a little bit. Uh and I like that he's staking his claim to the moon because Elon Musk is all about Mars. I think that the moon thing is a lot easier to pull off and it's closer. Like I would consider maybe going to the moon. This I'm sounds like going... the horoscope uh, part of the, out of the newspaper. No, 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 one no. is going to Mars. The other one is going to the moon. Where's Venus? Where's oh, hold Uranus? On. Like, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's what, no, but that's what they're doing. Like Elon Musk's whole life now is basically... Uh, like Twitter, all this stuff is a sideshow. He really, I think his overarching goal is to get man to Mars to continue the species. Bezos is saying, hey, let's just go to the moon too. Like, why are we, why are we discounting the moon? Some important stuff up there. I would go to the moon. If they opened up a, a space hotel on the moon, I could see myself, not now, but like later in life, you know, the kids are raised, nothing more to look forward to um or not nothing more to look forward to but like hey done everything comfortable like dying because i feel like i lived a, a good life i would not go to the moon with you okay fine well i'll i'll be there and we'll facetime i would consider going to the moon just like my good friend buzz aldrin who i used to interview all the time in beverly hills i mean i would not marry you let's say here live i would not marry you if you're gonna go to the moon or plan to do something stupid okay. like well, that listen, I'll, I'll make sure to update my will before i go to the moon nasa has awarded amazon billionaire jeff bezos and his private rocket firm a 3.4 billion dollar contract plus a nice tip for uh, taking astronauts back to the moon. We are going to the moon, Bezos captioned his own announcement on Instagram, alongside a mock-up of Blue Origin's proposed lunar lander, this time to stay. Bezos's Blue Origin is the second company to score a lunar mission project as part of NASA's Artemis program following Elon Musk's SpaceX, which is going to be, uh, which won $3 billion in 2021 to put humans back on the moon for the first time since 1972. So he's trying to, it's like a moon race again. But like going to the moon is not going to be a comfortable life. It's going to be going to camp in a very bad way. Honestly, very limited resources yeah, at the and beginning, shitty. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be the first guy. That's why I'm talking like 30, 40 years from now. I could see myself saying maybe I'll go to the moon. Why you want to like live? It's, people are saying it's going to be like feel like living in an airplane for the for the rest of your life. So the bathrooms are going to be those shitty pressure uh, bathrooms. Uh, the the bedroom you have okay, to like okay, tag good. yourself I, I into you're... it. Uh, there's. I'm no... not saying I want to live on the moon forever. I'm sure there will be some space tourism. Okay, tourism. I'll go with you. Yeah, I no, will not no, live I there. Live on the moon. Imagine like go there and live like in some kind of weird airplane type of vibe. Imagine if you can ever leave an airplane, you're stuck there to whenever yeah. is a new trip back to Earth. How horrible is that? But I'm, I think Bezos could actually. What are the get poor people done? that want to be there too? Like, who wants to be there? Well, scientists. What if, uh, I don't think the scientists want to be there either. I think they like want to be like, who is going to say, "Hey, I'm going to give up deal? my babe, entire life babe, for this"? Hey, excuse me, we have a space station. 
that just floats around. It's not even on the moon. Like you can't even get out of the space station and walk around unless you're, you but know, spacewalking. I don't know if they have, have a limit of time to stay because it's not yeah. good for them. They yeah, always stay there for like eight weeks and come back. Of course. But like we have like this idea that no one wants to be on the moon no, or, eight weeks or explore on, it. Like no, no, no. Eight weeks they're, on space is there. different. Okay. Eight weeks on space is different than spending like years or all your life there. You don't have – no one's saying you have to spend your life there. He said they but were there for But a by the way, that gets back to my original point about Mars, which is Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. Like the people that are going to Mars are staying on Mars. You're not coming back. Okay? Not That's for a scary. long, long time. So How far is Mars from Earth? It's it's about six hours. No, no, no. But like no, how many uh, how many like sticks to get know. to Mars? It's, it's like uh, literally like eight months or something like that. <gasps> something Imagine crazy. eight months on a trip, guys. That's insane. And then at the end of the trip, you get to live your whole life there uh, the rest of your life on a planet with nothing so i just uh, uh i'm saying that um it's because you can go to the moon and come back that i like this what is the name of that movie that i was uh put some nukes up there where, and point them at uh vladimir putin where, where is where is that that movie that they were there was like a kind of like aliens and it was a alien and predator what is the name of one it was probably alien and predator no, it was the one that they find out that we're descent of the aliens and there's the scene of the alien. Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were in Mars, right? I think that that movie was well, supposed to be Mars. But again, yeah, like Mars, you're not coming back. So I like the moon thing. And meanwhile, uh, uh, if you don't want to go into space, Dubai is perhaps going to build a $5 billion. It's funny. A man-made moon as the city's real estate market booms. It's funny that... Uh, a fake moon costs two billion dollars more to than create going to the moon. than going to the real moon. Interesting. Uh, I, just as a side note, people like to complain about wealth inequality Isn't a lot. Disney have that already. People like to complain about wealth inequality a lot in this country, and uh, you know, opulence and the. Why don't you go complain to Dubai for a little while? They're talking about blowing five billion dollars just to build a man-made moon in their city. All right. Things aren't so bad here in America. Isn't like Disney have that the the kind of moonlight the, kind of thing the and the Epcot the, Center, but like I think it looks like that. I think they're literally trying to build. I mean, obviously, it can't be the size of the moon, um, but it would be very big. I mean, It'd but, be but probably think functional inside. I think it's going to be a mall inside where you can buy a Louis Vuitton or some fancy Canadian entre. I know that's the funny thing. It'll just like literally probably yeah, look mall. like a Las Vegas mall with a, a gold bar ATM inside. <laughs> that's exactly what I would imagine there. The moon. Yes. Uh, Canadian entrepreneur Michael Henderson envisions building a 200, a 900 foot replica of the moon atop a 100 foot building in Dubai, already home to the world's tallest building and other architectural wonders. It could easily fit into this futuristic city state. Uh, let's see. We have the biggest brand in the world, Moon World Resorts. He's the co founder. Uh, he said that uh, the moon itself was his brand. Eight billion people know our brand, and we haven't even started yet. Okay. The project Henderson proposes includes a destination resort inside the spherical structure, complete with a 4,000-room hotel, an arena capable of hosting 10,000 people. I'm sure they'll put a soccer team in there, 
and a lunar colony that would give guests the sensation of actually walking on the moon. I like that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Can you imagine like a top golf type of thing, except it's walking on the moon? Like you go there, you go to the bar, you get some drinks, and then you just do a little moon bounce. I think you that probably will feel nauseous. You are every time you're exposed to some kind of like new technology or something that changes the 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 kind of feel of stability to the ground. You feel sick. You, you couldn't even deal with the goggles. I cannot imagine you were kind of dealing with less gravity. I think you probably feel nauseous and complain on YouTube about it, how the lack of gravity makes you feel sick. Yeah. I'm cautiously, <laughs> I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic about this idea. I think it would actually be pretty fun. Uh, the moon, visiting the moon. I like that a lot. Uh, again, when you want to complain about wealth inequality, think of that and say, you know what? Maybe we should turn our attentions to a different country for a little while. Not that America doesn't have its problems, but I mean, come on. We're not trying to build a big $5 billion fake moon. All right. Let's get into um, a couple of big news stories before we wrap it up. Adidas. Is this their Bud Light moment? They're getting a lot of backlash and threats of a boycott because their new women's swimsuit models, some, some are saying, now I want to be clear, we're not saying this because, you know, we got to worry about uh, future employment prospects, but some are saying that these are men in the women's swimsuit, swimsuit um, modeling pictures and videos, and they're upset. This person saying, I will wear my new gazelles with shame. That's the name of the uh, the line. They were a birthday present and only get a new pair every couple of years. Won't be buying a bikini. Oh, Mocha, quiet. Quiet, boy. They just had their Bud Light moment. Burn them. Okay. So people are comparing this to the Dylan Mulvaney thing. I think it's interesting, honestly, that Mocha. Stop it, boy. I think it's interesting that Adidas would take this risk. And objectively, it is a risk because we did see what just happened to Bud Light. They're yeah. still going through it. That they would take this risk, not only because of the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light story, but also because Adidas is already sitting on Kanye's a, a billion dollar loss for Kanye West's uh, Yeezy apparel that they can't get rid of. They can't sell it and they can't just get rid of it. They're just kind of stuck with Kanye Hitler stuff. I thought people so, were, I think thought they were burning them. Well, they thought about it, but I think they're holding out until the very last second to decide what they can do about the Kanye thing, the, the Yeezy stuff, because they're probably sitting there like, oh, God, maybe we'll give it another six months, and then we just slowly start selling it, you know, under a different name or something like that. Maybe they should hook up with John ja Morant. That would be a good uh, take the Yeezy stuff and just slap John ja Morant's name on it. That'll 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 work out. What's up, Diggs BTW7? How you doing? Okay. It's just interesting. Like, who is running Adidas right now that they would take this risk? Unless they're just trying to run this company into the ground. Now, again, I'm not saying that I have a, an issue with this swimsuit line. Okay, I'm just saying again, like Miller Lite, like Bud Light. You, do you know your audience? Actually, I don't know if Adidas's audience is really against this. 
Honestly, I don't know if their core demographic has a problem with this. Okay. And I want to be clear to any potential employers out there. I don't have a problem with this. I love it. It's interesting. Maybe they're trying to run this company into the ground so they can get some kind of bankruptcy thing. Like they're hoping for a boycott. Maybe okay. they're like pushing for a boycott or something. So that way they can have insurance pay for not only the, the overall loss, but like the Kanye stuff too, you know, get, get a little chapter 11 going. Um, can you, can I, can I share a thought here? So I am at the Adidas mm -hmm. website. Dante is not in Adidas website. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's showing a swimming suit. Uh, they said it's the Pride Collection, uh, and uh, the interesting thing is that they have, you know, the 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 the, the transgender male or a male we wearing a woman's swimming suit. One thing I notice is that there's no space for boobs in the swimming suit. It doesn't seem like that to have a, a cut where it would accommodate boobs. So it could be a possibility that this swimming suit is was designed for someone that's flat chested. Uh, so I've seen it before. There is like a uh, swimming suits on a pride section of supermarkets where they have a, a thing for tuck, tucking, tucking in your package or whatever you have mm -hmm. there. Um, and uh, it's different than women's suits because we don't have that. So, so I don't know if the demographic it's maybe it is uh, it's probably a transgender male for that. Uh, as a matter of a fact, I was looking here at the male collection. They have pictures of women wearing kind of T-shirts that men would be wearing. So I think they kind of swipe the the idea of the campaign based on what I see is that kind of swiped it roles. So there's women in men's T-shirts. They usually it's for men and men wearing women's clothes to kind of show like, hey, it's the pride. It, it, whatever, whoever can wear no. whatever. So it's part of the um, pride collection. It's part of the pride collection. Pride month is coming up uh, but, uh, in June, uh, by the way. Yeah, and, so. and and I was kind of thinking. So they they swipe it. So they put the women's and men's clothes. As you can see, I, I can see in the website here. If you guys go to ideas.com and the pride collection, you see women wearing men's clothes and men wearing the women's swimming suit. As a woman, I see the pride swimming suit, the one that people are complaining about. I don't see a space for boobs on that particularly. And I know because the cut and I have boobs, you have to find something that gives you support. It doesn't look like, honestly, that was designed for women. It's not in the woman's section. It doesn't have a place for your boobs. It's for some guy that wants to be cute on the pool or, uh, sorry, a transgender or, or a guy or a transgender that doesn't have boobs because a lot of actually transgender they have implants or, or some kind of boobage. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't see any problem uh, here. It seems so, like it so, was for the pride yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, listen, here's what I think. A, yeah, it's important to note this is part of their pride collection. Pride month is June. Here's the thing. As a society, we're going to have to like kind of meet in the middle a little bit. Now, people on both sides would probably be upset about this, but like, LGBTQ people exist. They always have. They always will. And then there's also people who have more conservative values. They exist and they always have and they always will. And like there needs to be kind of a meeting in the middle of an acceptance of like, hey, we're not going to be into everything you're into and you're not going to be into everything we're into and vice versa. So like instead of what I don't like is when brand because it's 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 stupid. Uh, business-wise because it alienates people when a brand comes out and they're like this is our entire thing now our entire thing is this new line then you're going to alienate people if you come out and you're like hey this is just one of many products we offer then you know like this is like a line that um that that feeds this demographics needs okay like i think we can all agree like 
it's okay to make products, swimwear, clothing, you know, shirts, shoes, whatever, for like many different types of people who need them. We have to figure out a way to accept that like a company is going to serve many different groups at the same time. Because otherwise, it's just going to be a never-ending culture war about this. Yeah, and it's a tug of war thing too, because like there's the 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 fringes of both sides of people are are like pulling and trying to agitate because of uh, you know what they can get out of it, whether it's money or clicks or clout, whatever. We we really got to just understand like, hey, they're putting out this line. It's for Pride Month. Okay, fine, whatever. The rest of the year, you know, you, it's not like you go to um, Christmas your local mall long. and they're like, oh, no, no, no. We're not allowed to sell you just a normal pair of Adidas anymore. You have to buy the Pride collection. You have a choice. And you better buy it now. You know, it's not like that. So everyone, I guess my overall message with the show is just calm down. Everybody chill. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just to kind of like talk in a marketeer's perspective, because I do have a marketing background. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Adidas was very savvy to kind of use this political time where Bud Budweiser kind of got like bad meat, bad rep with their audience. Other brands are in trouble because they're, you know, dissing men and, and making more feminist campaigns to 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 uh, appealing to women. So I think like Adidas is very smart and kind of like, oh, let's just swipe it. Let's just swipe it. Put the, the women's clothes in men and, and the men's clothes in women. Let's use that as a marketing yeah. and get free advertisement. Because let me say something. For a company to be advertised in the media, uh, if you have to pay for advertisement, costs like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars for their campaigns to be globally in different websites, different mm -hmm. channels. But if you make something political, it makes your company have free advertisement. That's true. So it's very smart. They want people to talk about, they they want people to come to their website, check out the collection. And then after you've seen it, that it's a swipe. It's it's like, you know, it's like they, they did that on purpose. That was a choice. Then you're like, okay, that's kind of cute. I'll buy it, you know, like, because people, like, it, it's not a big deal. And honestly, that swimming suit, it was not designed for women with boobies. And which is most of women or transgender women have boobies. So that was a problem. I was a swimming suit for for yeah. girly guys. I, I'm sorry. Or, I, or, or, or flat chested women. I don't know. And I'm just saying like, look, Who, we all, what's we the all problem? Gotta, like, I'm not even asking anyone to compromise their values or be like, okay, I support it now. I'm just saying, understand. You don't even have to like the other side. Just understand be the kind. other side exists. Not even be kind. I think you should be kind. Just like be, just like, don't even engage. Just Understand that the other side exists and that, you know, they, they, they got a right in this country, at least to uh, have products made for them. And it's, you know, the market will decide too as well. People aren't buying it. Yeah. They'll stop doing it. Uh, yeah. just, uh, just to bring the temperature down. Yes. A little bit. Okay. And By Adidas way, is of, loving the attention. It's yeah. getting free advertisement they're not, everywhere. They're not going to have <laughs> the same issue that Bud Light did because, I love it. because Bud Light, you know, really that woman who, who who put together this Mulvaney ad campaign really didn't understand her demographics. She thought she was going to change it from the frat, her, her words like fratty, you know, crude joke demographic, but like, just cause she wanted to change it. She thought it would change. No, like that's who buys the beer. It's okay. Those people need beer too. Speaking of Bud Light, they now are pandering in the worst way. They're trying so hard to win people back. Oh, wow. That they, camo. Switched, they switched it to camo Woo! and they just like named the bear, the, the beer America land of the free 
because of the brave they're like sitting there in the office like these 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 jerks like camo right <laughs> like they're into military and and uh, survivalism in uh, america yeah <laughs> just make them all camo just put out the camo cans and put some slogans on there about the free and the brave and all that kind put of a stuff. picture of joe rogan with a weapon holding towards yeah, you <laughs> yeah it comes with elk meat floating around inside the bud light okay <laughs> And a, free, and a free uh crossbow oh my god it'll be so epic that's such a good idea budweiss do that that's just hilarious. wow how look at hard that. they like they're practically trying. they're printing the constitution on the side of the budweiss <laughs> you know, like jesus christ Overcompensating. Oh that's so funny that's so the other side it can actually be turned into a gun if you, <laughs> you drill a hole in the bottle. If you shake three times, it turns into a grenade. Yeah, there are bullets. <laughs> it comes, every can comes with a hollow point floating around inside the beer. Oh, my God. Courage and sacrifice. Three sides of empty bottles. Men and women of our armed services. The, notice they didn't say anything about men, women, and trans of our armed services. No. No. Oh, my God. That this was such so a forced PR. You know, Budweiser, just sell your 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 company. If just, I was just doing, sell it. if I was doing Mulvaney, I would go buy some of this and take a picture with it. <laughs> Wearing military sexy clothes like yeah, YMCA, yeah, yeah. I love exactly. it. That's great. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney Dylan. should show up in a camo skirt and hold the new Budweiser America can and just go. Like, this guys. is my favorite. When this I'm, is my favorite when I have my period. When I'm out, <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, if Dylan Mulvaney had a sense of humor. She would say, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do like a whole hunting photo shoot. Just ruin everything. She's going to go hunt in the woods and drink her camo Bud Light. And uh, that'll blow people's minds. That would be so funny. Okay. Last thing. They probably will pay him to not hurt, to not use it, yeah. to not drink it. That's what I'm saying. If you really want to get a payday, Dylan, go all the way. Take every single thing that guys love. Go, go to the golf course. Go to a baseball game, do all of that, and like just and extort people for large payments, and then you can retire. You'll be good. <laughs> all right. Last thing, I just want to talk about this woman, the pregnant nurse who um, who uh, 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 remember uh, President Obama would always talk like that. He'd go, uh, uh, "Well, uh, what I want to talk about today is the pregnant nurse." who got her bike stolen. Okay, so it was, it's a controversy. The nurse shows up with the city bike, says it's mine. The gentlemen that are standing there saying it's theirs. Uh, immediately, she's called a racist, and people are trying to get her job, trying to get her fired. Turns out, right here, whereisthebuzz.com, why hasn't New York City Health and Hospitals fired Sarah Jane Comrie yet? Um Turns out the woman was able to produce a receipt proving that she did, in fact, rent the bike. It was hers. Uh, I don't want to get into this uh, back and forth again. I'm trying to avoid the culture war. What I will say about this is, can we stop trying to get everyone fired immediately because of social media videos? First of all, these are just, just like little disagreement. Like in the old days, this would just be like an argument that you had and you come home and you tell your family or your wife or your husband, oh my God, I got in an argument with these kids. They thought that it was their city bike. Okay, fine. And then it just like disappears into the ether. It's not preserved on video. And Forever. And played over and over and over. And then inciting people to rage against you. And immediately everyone, without even getting the facts, just says, oh, we got to fire her. 
Why hasn't she been fired? Contact her employers. I'm going to contact her employer. Everyone wants everyone fired these days so quickly. And it's like, give it a week. Give it till the facts come out. If it came out, because when I first saw this, I was pissed at her too. I was like, oh my God, I, I've seen people like that. She's obviously a little crazy. She thinks it's her bike. Get off my bike. Help, help. But turns out, apparently, she actually did rent the bike. So let's wait for the facts to come out before we try to ruin people's lives by getting them fired. And shame on this company. I, I, Where I does mean, she work for? Uh, a New York City hospital. She's a nurse, pregnant oh, nurse. Wow. And the thing is, like, I don't think they fired her. I think they put her on leave. But if they had fired her, <gasps> I would say shame on this company because you should have done an investigation too. You, you're a big... Nobody has figured that out yet. In today's society, you really just got to wait a week. Unless you killed somebody. You really just got to wait a week and then the story is out of the news cycle. Like, don't say anything wait for something new to take its place and people will forget and they will stop calling you to have this person fired. So stop, if you're a big company, stop overreacting to social media firestorms, like firing people firestorms. All right? Uh, that's my comment on this. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, one last comment. Uh, I just saw this. I thought it was kind of funny. Disney is removing more than 50 shows and movies from Hulu and Disney Plus, including several LGBTQ focused hits. Why? And people are saying that they're paralyzed with fury over this. I don't think Disney is necessarily removing these hits because they're LGBTQ focused. We Maybe can they see... have no ratings and they have to put yeah. new content I mean, listen, in the cloud. We, we can see what kind of fight they're putting up in Florida with DeSantis over their support for the um, you know, so-called don't say this. gay bill and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, they're, they're getting into it. They just pulled a billion dollar investment from Orlando. So <clears throat> I don't think Disney is being actively anti-LGBTQ. I think, like you said, for some reason, there's not enough memory on these servers for them to just keep every single piece of data up there. So they have to remove titles and refresh them with new ones. Happens on all the streamers. But people are saying uh, they are paralyzed with fury over Disney removing these titles. Can you get a handle on your life? Can you reevaluate their priorities? Life? If you are paralyzed with fury over a streamer removing titles, did you know that like 50 years ago, if you didn't see something when it came out in theaters or watch it when it aired, that was it. You missed it. It was gone forever. Or you had to Our go to parents, Blockbuster. Or you no, had to no, no. Blockbuster. Before Blockbuster, it really wasn't until the advent of the, the home VHS. Uh, um, uh, what are those called? What's VHS. a VHS? VHS tape, like the the movie that the tape. I, I, I can't even remember. But yeah, the VHS when you could like go rent a movie or buy one for eighty dollars or whatever, and then you could watch something that you wanted to see over and over again. But prior to that, like my parents and my grandparents' generation, they had to see it when it was on, or they missed it. Okay, so the fact that you're paralyzed with fury that a streamer is removing these titles, get a life, get it together. 
Yeah, exactly. I think like sometimes like streaming services, they they do that all the time in Netflix. They remove titles because they don't have that people are not watching or not clicking. So they cycle through new titles. So it sometimes could be a coincidence because maybe people are not watching and the algorithm told them to remove it. I don't think they would remove something like that in purpose. Also, because Disney just came up with uh, the first uh uh, 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 LGBTQ uh, character on a Disney cartoon. Uh, I don't think that they would remove those titles because they just come up with that 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 new movie. I, I think it's kind of like an opposite of what they believe. I think it's just maybe that people are not clicking and you got to get out of it and get new content in. So and get this, don't the, get so attached. The guy on Twitter who, because um, every article now, by the way, is written based on tweets. Uh, that's a whole other problem. But this guy, this guy who's who was paralyzed with fury, he's in, mad because Disney is removing a documentary about the man who's responsible for the little the original Little Mermaid at the same time that the new Little Mermaid is coming out. That has him paralyzed with fear. For the love of God, get it together. All right. It's enough. We've talked enough. I gotta clear my throat. Uh, this has been a great show today. I want to thank everybody for joining us. And we'll be back again next week. Please subscribe. Follow all up in the corner, the socials, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe, like, right there. share, do it all, do it live. And thank you very much. And as always, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, thank you, Dante. Like, it's just, uh, I am here for decoration. <clears throat> uh, thank you so much for watching, guys. And uh, let us know what you think about the Meghan Markle uh, and uh, Prince Harry chase in New York. Let us know what you think about your supporting the LGBTQ community. What do you think about the Adidas campaign? We'd love to know what your thoughts are. Uh, be respectful. Leave the comments down below. And thank you. Don't, you don't have to be respectful. You can say whatever you want. This is a free speech zone. Okay. Like Twitter. And as always, have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. <laughs> All right, Tanya. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell him your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. That's good. I I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pal, Hal. Have a good day.